Today on the Gamerhead Podcast, Nintendo has made all the money, we think the game industry is conspiring against us, and apparently you assholes don't like us. The Gamerhead Podcast starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Gamerhead Podcast. I am, of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz, and to my side is uh, my trusty bearded gaming friend, Goat. Ao. Um, I don't know why. I just um, it, it felt right to Ao. That's okay. It, it, it's in the words of the infamous Ed McMahon or something. I don't know. No, he did. Yes. Yeah. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> So it's been an uh, interesting week, ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, video game industry. A lot of the a lot of the stuff that's gone on this week has been kind of under the radar, as it were. Um, not many. Were there any releases this week? Castlevania uh, came out. Yeah, no, nothing that really meant anything. No oh, way. Castlevania was last week. Yeah, Castlevania was. I don't think anything came out. Oh, God of War came out this week. Oh yeah, nothing that matters. <laughs> I, I take offense to that, sir. Oh well, Whatever. it was a cheap trailer. It's it, I don't know. I never got into it. Well, I for one, you it's, and it's, nine thousand other people got into it. Yada yada yada. <laughs> Me and my four <laughs> friends who hate the game go. Yeah, I'm playing Cooking Mama just to spite you. <laughs> I'm not playing Cooking Mama. Goat apparently has an obsession with Cooking Mama this week. He's uh, <laughs> used. It is the second reference this week, isn't it? Oh, you're right. That is only the second. Wait yeah. until we get to the mailbag. It's uh, there's actually another one. Um. Really, were played by Cooking Mama? Apparently, uh, apparently. Um, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so anyway, you something new even on your own show. So uh, let's see. What did I do this week? I managed to start and finish Doom Three. Enjoyed revisiting it, even though I can't bring myself to actually play the expansions, which kind of depresses me a little and, bit. And cried about the the scary guys. Uh, I'm 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 a little wuss. I I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, and then I and then. On the complete opposite side of the spectrum, I started... Oh, uh, that's where the first Cookie Mama reference came from. Okay, I don't see that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On the complete opposite side of the spectrum, I started the latest Professor Layton, uh, Professor Layton the Miracle Mask, um, yesterday, actually. Uh, yes, yes. Which I'll probably finish tomorrow, and then uh, I'll... Probably, we're, we're, I'm, we're, I think I'm, we're going to skip the penis jokes in the late in this. Time. I think we we beat him up a little bit bad last time. Is that in itself a penis joke? I can't. It tell. could be. It take could it. Be. Take it as you want it. It could be. Um, and and I told myself that after I finish Professor Layton, I'm going to, um, play all the God of War games from you know in chronological order, all six of them. Have fun with that. Oh, it's okay. I'm barely employed, so I have a lot of free time to do it. Um, yeah, I'll be missing that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm working on. Uh, I'm on Metal Gear Rising. Yeah, you, a you, good you... game. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yes. <laughs> um, although I will admit it does take a little bit to get used to, like the whole. Okay, polar opposite from what I'm used to in Metal Gear. It's still awesome, but it takes a minute to be like, no sneaking. Yeah, I. I but I love it. I love the fact that it's no sneaking. I would run and gun. I, I legitimately thought the first time I heard the classic, you know, bring, you know, mm -hmm. sound that I should be hiding behind a box or something. In a box. In a box. You you do get a box. 
mm. and a can and a barrel and shit like that. Sweet. Um, but and and then I was you know hiding behind I was hiding behind a box as as Raiden in the authentic Mexican disguise, which I don't think you've gotten to yet. No, not yet. No, I've just just scratched the surface with it. You just wait. It's it's one of the better oh, scenes. I, played, in the game. I bought one and a half chapters of it, and Out of it's eight. so <laughs> worth it already. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that happened. So let's get things kicked off with our top eight. Eight? Eight. Eight in news for the week. So we've actually got an uh, inflated news list this week. Um, yeah. Reason being, in the... Because our mailbag is less deflated. Our... our <laughs> Our mailbag is uh, well, one, one, yeah, I mean, inadequate. Um, we, 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 it, it's all Taylor's fault. Flat out Taylor's fault. Clearly, fault. apparently. My apologies. <laughs> he didn't show Taylor. up. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? <laughs> well, you know, Songbird is still here, so yeah, yeah. we. we and, but and I appreciate her, her, her dedication, her dedication, her questions, and everything like that. But I mean, you know, what, what the hell? Now, now Taylor, Taylor just ditches out. You're going to invoke Taylor's wrath. He's smart with technology. He'll probably drone strike you or something. Whatever. <laughs> then I can put a question in on the Facebook page. Why did you drone strike me? <laughs> it kind of tickled. <laughs> so anyway. Side note, I Wikipedia drone strike. That wasn't nice. <laughs> um, Anyways, after I've flamed one of our... Valued listeners and dedicated. <laughs> that's okay. That's why we keep you around. Yeah. Because you're controversial. Yes. Um, I incite rage into the meek. <laughs> um, so because we have a smaller mailbag, we're, you know, uh, being a little bit more generous with our other segments here. Mailbag lost a testicle. That's how small it is. Our, our, our mailbag <laughs> is okay. I'll, I'll go It's with a mailbag. It has to have testicles. Ah, I see what <laughs> you did there. Did we see what I, I didn't de... Okay, I can't speak. Moving on. You can't on. speak. I can't spell. Let's move on. Um, speak and spell. Coming in. Num- <laughs> Sorry. God damn Number it, eight. Adam. Number eight. Let's go. Let's get this going before I go on some tirade. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, Ron Gilbert, one half of the um, hilarious minds between a bunch of our favorite point-and-click adventure games of youth, also uh, of the Death Spank games and the recent... Um, okay game the cave the cave was decent um, for what it was death bank was better though what's that i like death bank more than i like the i actually cave. haven't played death bank yet really I, I know i need to i got that when i was uh, that was when my uh, i put a ps3 i'm gonna download something <laughs> this looks ridiculous yeah i love the demo i just mm-hmm. it's great it's i'll really get around fun. to it um but ron gilbert has left double fine after being there for only like two years or so yeah it wasn't very long i think it was just for it Cave. Uh, it's like start and finish out the door. He, yeah. When he when they announced that he was joining, you know, Double Fine, and everyone was just like, "Oh my God, Ron Gilbert and Tim Schafer are working in the same company again." You know, everyone was just like, "Oh my God, this yeah, is awesome." The, game, the gaming gates open, and it was like, oh, yeah. moment. Um, right at the height of when the uh, Double Fine Kickstarter happened, um, he he announced the cave. He was with Double Fine. They put out the cave it's been a moderate success just because of the people behind it and because sega has been so generous with promoting it and stuff like that Boy, let's give it let's give it a shake it was decent it was fun it was different it was a good game i, I enjoyed it um i'm just glad it was a downloadable game well, yeah um, obviously that's not the i mean it, it was it, it was good for what it was and it was decent i like the i like the difference of it yeah yeah um 
But uh, Ron Gilbert is left on good terms with Double Fine. You know, Tim Schafer himself actually tweeted um, that he wishes Ron all the best of luck with his future stuff. And, you know, he wasn't good. he wasn't sarcastic with it. Yeah, that's and, good. Yeah. Um, Nobody and, wants to get wish dysentery on tweet when you, when you quit a job. <laughs> um, and Ron himself posted on his, you know, website stuff like, you know, it's been good. There's nothing wrong with me and Double Fine. It's just time to make new things with new people. And then he proceeded to announce that he's making an iOS game. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm not crazy That's about that. That's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, I left Double Fine, bought a shotgun, and I'm literally shooting myself in the foot as I type this. <laughs> I'm uh, in the form of iOS. <laughs> if any of you know us very well at all, um, we're not great advocates for mobile gaming. Okay, let's let, let's let's just be honest. I am sitting here right now talking to you in my Android T-shirt. <laughs> you're 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 a fan of cell phones, but of mobile gaming? No, no. See, but uh, even then, I, even then, I, I I it goes farther than that. I hate Apple. Yeah. Like a, a, lot iOS, of ga- a lot of gamers hate Apple. Yeah, the iOS Have you ever tried it? to game on a Mac? You can't. Yeah. The iOS I'm part pretty of sure it kills it for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Because I game on my phone, but I game correctly on my phone. When I have 15 minutes and I'm waiting for... <laughs> that was specific. Yeah, the boss, the doctor. I don't know anything. So I have things like chess and like Uno. <laughs> Some deep, deep I, I, games uh, on my phone. I got, I got a new phone, so I don't have anything on it except like Facebook and Twitter. That's a game in and of itself. Yeah, clearly. Um, can't yeah. wait to see what Ron Gilbert does, though. I mean, it, I've still got yeah, my old I mean, iPhone, so it might be worth checking out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping he, this is just that you know, I need money, which we all do. Yeah, you have to do the I need money project here and there <laughs> to continue to make other projects that don't produce as much money. Side note, um, Double Fine is actually also working on a mobile game. Uh, uh, mobile, and it's also coming out for PC as part of this weird, like, leap motion controller thing. Which, when, oh, I first heard, when I first heard about it, I thought leap controller was something that had to do with the leapfrog, like, oh, learning yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, I just made no, that connection. No, this is different. This is like a little box you put in front of your monitor, and it can read your hands and shit. It's basically what Connect wants to be. Well, Connect is that. Well, yeah, but this one works. Connect works. Well. It works decent as long as you have okay. a 20-foot living room. <laughs> I'm sorry we can't all live in a palace, goat. <laughs> with your, I don't know what, your, uh, what place you stopped at. <laughs> moving on. Um, coming in at number seven, it seems a new Crash Bandicoot game is on the horizon. Possibly. Possibly. Um a uh, countdown page quickly went up on the internet featuring Crash Bandicoot's eyes. Yes. And uh, a countdown. And a countdown. And uh, it had the Xbox 360 and PS3 and Wii U logos at the bottom. So, uh, 3DS, too. I think it had all of them. I think it was like just everybody in there. All I know is it still says Activision, and ever since they got their hands on Crash Bandicoot, it's not worth anything to me. So, I never really got into them. I don't know. I just I, I tried to just. Do you remember those awesome commercials back in the day where there was a guy in the Crash Bandicoot suit and he was yes and he was like yelling at Nintendo yes. headquarters and it was yes. Aw- Why can't we have commercials like that anymore? Because it's not controversial anymore. He'd have to be nude in today's society <laughs> to be controversial. 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 Wow. <laughs> Speaking, it's a new sport, people. 
Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it, it's just it's not funny anymore. It, 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 it's dated. Literally, they'd have to show him like cutting Mario's head off in today's society to get a rise. Hmm. Yeah. Which I'm all for. I mean, you know, Mario <laughs> Mario could use a, you know a, a couple of decapitations. It wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> He's a little big for his. Come on, the guy's a freaking like almost a deity. I'm, I'm well. I'm pretty sure someone did a study, and Mario's now more recognizable than Mickey Mouse. So. That's uh Well yeah, that's because the mouse is a dick. <laughs> and the mouse actually speaks. Yeah. Mario he's He does. He's got like five, six key There's a, there's only there's only a few words that I know Mario can speak. Thank you for so much for to playing my game. Remember that? Then here we go. Well that too. And then uh, what's that one thing that he, he keeps saying? I think he keeps saying Mexican, but it's not. <laughs> what the hell's that? Mexican? Yeah, and like Mario we you Mario, new Mario. He says something, and it's let's, serious. Let's a go, maybe. Let's a go. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Mexico. That's it. That's it. it seriously, it, it take. I, to, I like, never made that connection. Yeah, you have to like really like listen to it to, to get the let's a go out of it. By the way, uh, Charles Martinet, the guy who voiced Mario, has got to have the largest royalty checks in the business. Yeah, I mean, he recorded. For all we know, he's recorded like eight words in his entire career, as well as a handful of grunts. And for the past twenty years, yeah, he's probably driving a brand new car. And if he's cool, he would have his license plate say "Let's go." <laughs> totally gonna do that if I ever become involved with Nintendo whatsoever. Anyway, uh, what are we up to? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six um, does come after seven when you're counting down. <laughs> I didn't remember. Here, I'm going to number them right now so I don't forget. Yeah, just, just so everybody knows, he, 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 he does this countdown, right? This is the first time in six episodes he's actually numbered them. <laughs> well, I... It's just, it's just dashes and bullet points, and he just assigns a number. There. I think we've done four or six times before. <laughs> six episodes in, we're finally yeah. catching our... Uh, we're actually becoming <laughs> professionals, goddammit. <laughs> well, something like that. Um, coming in at number six. You don't know what the radio stations look like. <laughs> That's true, I don't. Coming in at number six, uh, we covered the SimCity debacle last week. Really? You're going to call it a debacle? Oh, I could call it a failure. A disaster. Failure. Failure. Flat okay. out failure. If the game is not playable on launch day, it has failed you. I would I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> There's no debacle to it. It's like, oh, it doesn't work quite right. No, it flat out doesn't work. <laughs> Literally, as soon as we wrapped up our podcast last week. Yeah, they made um, us look like assholes. They made us look like assholes. And they <laughs> said they're, EA. They said they're uh, offering a free game to anyone who activates... Um, SimCity on Origin before March 18th, which is like tomorrow or something. Um, Sunday, St. Patrick's Day. Is it? Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's Day this weekend? Yeah. Man, I'm behind the times. It's Friday, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Um, I think. <laughs> I um, here, here's the thing with the free, uh, free game, though. They haven't announced if you'll be able to pick or if they're just going to hand you a free game. Oh, it's not a free SimCity. It's just a free game. It's just a free game. Sweet, you're gonna get an iOS game. So, well, no, it, it'll be an Origin game. Oh. So on their own shitty Steam-like service. Nice. Um, nice. Final Fantasy. Here's, the here's, here's what they're gonna do. I, I'm I'm predicting this right now. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for buying SimCity. We apologize for all the server issues. Here's your free PC copy of Medal of Honor Warfighter. That would make sense. <laughs> that would make complete sense. We're not done screwing over SimCity yes. fans yet. We're going to give you the worst reviewed game in the past five years. That's the way it usually works, though. It's like, well, we kind of got to put it, but, you know, put our penis in your bum. <laughs> and um, we're going to twist you around it now by giving you your free gift that actually also sucks. <laughs> but you feel better about yourself because we were nice about it. Check your hand. Um, but I mean, it's, it's something. Yeah, it's something. It, it's an olive branch. But here's here's the thing: the the plot thickens. No, no, it's a game. Yes. Where the hell would they? Who the hell sending out olive branches? And it's an expression. Yeah, well, it should be real. I'd be pissed and enlightened <laughs> at the same time. Be like, oh, I got my free gift from me. It's Fuck an olive branch. branch. <laughs> Fuck, am I gonna do with an olive branch? Why did they send me an olive branch? So many questions. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, the plot thickens, as it were. Um, yeah, because they're selling on olive branches. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, several websites such as Destructoid and Kotaku are reporting that they were able to... Whoa, Not man. silence their phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it was appropriate. Yes, I've received an email. Uh -oh. So everybody knows that I receive emails. It's the Zelda, you've received an item. Yep, I'm that guy. Anyway. Anyways. Well, that's okay. I'm no better. My text message thing is the alert sim alert sound from Metal Gear Solid. So, man, we should do a podcast about video games. <laughs> I think I think it'd do well. Yeah. Um, Four or five people listen to it. The hell was I talking about? Kotaku. Oh yeah. Thickening plots. So a, a <laughs> handful of people that are at you know major websites are reporting that they were able to literally unplug their connection while they were playing. And the game wasn't booted off for about 20 minutes, which, yeah, yeah, which SimCity is supposed to be this always online DRM. Yeah. You can't log off of online, otherwise it supposedly kicks you off instantly. Yeah, it freaks out and goes, no, no, and slaps your hand. Yeah, and the people at Maxis are panicking because they're saying, like, no, 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 you can't run the game... Yeah, you know, the, the inmates you, are figuring out the security you system. Can't, on you island. can't, you can't run the game offline because there's a lot of cloud computing that we have to do on our end, which is yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And you know, you can't save on the local system, which is also bullshit. I mean, mm -hmm. that that is true, yeah, but it's, it's bullshit. That's that's how it's designed. Yeah. Um, and they're pushing all these social features that a lot of SimCity fans don't care for and things like that. And then, interestingly enough, yeah, I don't know what everybody's obsession is with social. It's it's. Sweet, I can play games with no one I give a shit about. We're us single-player-focused gamers are apparently a dying breed. Apparently. I think the, the people who actually want to keep stuff private is a dying breed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways. So there was a hacker. I don't, I don't remember his name. We'll it, call it, him for, Hacky. For all I know, he didn't have a name because he's a hacker. Why would he want to be known? Um, Mr. Hacky. Mr. Hacky. <laughs> Mr. Hacky uh, managed to get into the console... Um, Command console, not Xbox, um, of SimCity, and managed to find a way to turn it offline, despite the fact that all the people at Maxis are saying no, it would take significant en engineering to make SimCity to be an offline no, game. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. That's just that's you know. There's at this, a switch. It, <laughs> seriously, it's it's probably literally something in the, in 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 the, in the binary. We're just like click, sweet. At it's SimCity. It's not that direct. It can't be that online derived. Well, it is, but only because it's designed but that I'm, way. I'm saying like on, on, on the outside, yes. But on the inside, 
on the inside of this game, it can't, it can't be that. It's freaking SimCity. There's well, see, it's, it's true. Uh, Steven Totillo, uh, editor-in-chief of Kotaku, actually did a separate test. He has a program that shows you which programs are trying to figure out what's trying to connect to the Internet and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and it, for your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's accessing your connection, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and he ran it, and he looked at the records for the entire time he was playing SimCity, only, looked, only tried to connect to these servers once. Yeah. In, like, an hour. Yeah, just checking the heavy. Which is which is you have your rights. Which is when he started. No, no, no. no. See, th- th- remember, this game has been you know said always online DRM checks your connection constantly so that if if you're off. Yeah. Okay. In reality, that's like once an hour. Well, and yes, and also remember that the people at Maxis keep saying no. In order to do the calculations for the game, you have to keep doing cloud computing and stuff like that. So it should be constantly sending signals to the server. But it's not. So Maxis is full of shit. Yeah, but and they're not owning up to it because EA is probably telling them don't say a don't say a word, which is unfortunate. Even then, then, all right. Even then, nothing connects that often. That's true. Your phone doesn't even connect that often Mm -hmm. to get its signal. It's it's one almost. I mean, it's possible, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. It only needs to talk here and there and whatever. It, it maxes to be like, oh, yeah, it's always that. No, it's not. Because you, <laughs> seriously, you could check. I'm playing SimCity. Oh, sweet. I've used 79 gigs of my broadband this month because I've been playing SimCity because it's been on the entire time. Yeah, no, that, that ain't going to fly. That kind of. Uh, Comcast or whatever your internet provider would kill that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I. I think the part that's. I think that I think the part that's kind of hurting gamers the most at this point. I mean, most of them have accepted that it's a shitty game. They never should have bought it, especially when all this DRM stuff was revealed before the game came out. Well, this is also going to hurt future DRM games. This is over. Oh, of course, of course. Um, but uh, a lot of gamers are just pissed off now at the fact that nobody's owning up to their. Nobody will. Uh, nobody will. No, because it's EA, and you know EA never owns up to anything. EA does no wrong, according to EA. Yeah, they've never done wrong. So, so uh, our condolences. Well, that something like this, they're not going to own up to it anyways, because the DRM is the whole. Yeah. yeah, we need it. We need it. We need the, yeah, whatever the rights and blah 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 piracy and da, 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 and it's not the answer. It's just it might be. And it's worth noting that there's a crack out there. The game has been pirated, and you can play it offline and stuff like that. So at this point, DRM is literally only hurting the legitimate yeah. purchasers. Oh yeah. Which was probably the same thing with Diablo 3. That's why everybody gets mad, because I don't care what you make. There's a guy out there who can unmake it It, and get your game for free. Yeah, it's kind of like... There is somebody smarter than your programmer in the world. It's kind of like... On uh, the dark side. It's kind of like... I I rarely get into politics, but this is something that, you know, um, kind of topical obviously you know for all those people that want you know like bans on assault weapons and stuff like that i can't help but think they're kind of naive because you can ban something all you want yeah people are still going to get their hands on it look at drugs Mm -hmm. there's still a huge drug problem in the united states and they're supposedly illegal oh yeah so kind of like drm you can try to secure your game all you want 
people are still going to buy it. Always, pirate like said, it. There's always somebody smarter. There's always yeah, somebody on the other side who knows more than you. Oh, well, that's just how the gaming industry goes, I guess. That's how everything goes. Yeah. Um, coming in at number five, on a happier note. And yes. remember, I numbered them, so I know we're yes. at number five. Um, I can see it in print. <laughs> longtime producer of the Zelda franchise took to Miiverse... You know, that, that Wii U social network thing. Wait, somebody's it's, actually utilizing it? It's awesome. Have you used oh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I, just, I, 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 I actually been, like I, it. I haven't been using my Wii U as much as I should, but the catalog's kind of weak. Yeah. I'll probably pick up Lego and you, that'll you, you, incite me into, you, into it. You would have been playing Rayman Legends by now. Yeah, thank you for just ripping <laughs> open that wound. <laughs> thank you. Just got it sewed up. And now we're gushing everywhere in angst and proverbial blood. (laughs) Oh, proverbial blood. Okay, I'll put the mop away then. Anyway, so uh, took to Miiverse this past week and said that uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons um, are coming to the 3DS eShop, quote, before summer in the U.S. So that would be June 20th. Because well, um, the first day of summer is June 21st. Is it? Yeah. Oh. How do you know that? Uh, Random thing you know? Yeah. Okay. It's the 21st. Like, spring's coming up. 21st. Oh, okay then. Uh, the more you know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. VJ does not do any kind of impersonations. <laughs> that just proved it. Anyway. <laughs> um, when my sole audience... In this room is you and a bunch of reptiles. They have feelings. <laughs> You're under scrutiny. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so before summer, so they'll probably release it. And let's see, E3 is the second week in June. They'll probably leave it as part of their yeah, whatever press conference and be all. Oh, by the way, they you can, can download these games right now because that's what they did with uh, Link's Awakening two years ago. No, I don't care. Whatever, they can wait till June twentieth. I, I I don't care. I don't have to go out and. Find these for $20 a cart. I'm wondering, so, see, now here's the thing. I never played either of these games because I wasn't as big of a Zelda person uh, with my Game Boy. I was more of, you know, playing Pokemon 24-7. Um, yeah, that would make sense. From what I gather, these two games, when you finish one, you, like, link it up with the other one, and then you get yep. special things or something. Mm-hmm. How is it going to work now? Like, Or even if you, like... Was it through, like, a password system or something? Or no, you actually had to have a second Game Boy, and you linked them. So, like, you had a copy, I had a copy. So what you're saying is that when the, when the games... Link, and then we swap games, and you continue, we play the other Well, they confirmed that the Link thing will somehow be in there. Well, that's easy now. They'll just... Wireless? No, I'd probably. Be... Yeah, I mean, even then it could just be a digital save on your 3DS, and then it'll just read that save file. If you have the I wonder one. if that's how it'll work. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Even then, it'll go wireless. Yeah, there's like nine thousand ways to do yeah. it now. We'll see. Quote before summer. Um, I'm just happy. Those are really good games. I'll have to play. I've been looking for. Are they that. are they different? Or kind of like Pokemon different? So very minor differences. Yeah. Okay. If I remember correctly, it's been a while. So what you're saying is, I'll play one, card. you'll play the other. Yes. And then we'll, okay. Yeah. Um, but of course. <laughs> Uh, coming in at number four, the zombie crossover that no one asked for, or rather, no one thought of. Um, no, no, no one never. No, no, there was there was, no. <laughs> just, just go to no. Goat already has a strong opinion about this. You should have seen me have to calm him down when we were warming up, as it were. 
Um, this is just stupid. So Capcom and Valve, two of the most opposite companies in the industry right the now. The most likeliest people to work together, <laughs> said um, no one. Um, Resident Evil 6 cross Left 4 Dead 2. Which actually comes out to Resident Dead 8. <laughs> by all accounts. <laughs> well done. Um, so, uh, actually, it could be Resident 4 Dead 8. Anyways. <laughs> so, Valve and Capcom confirmed this actually hours ago before we recorded the podcast. Um, for the PC version only of Resident Evil 6 in the um, PC exclusive Mercenaries No Mercy mode or whatever it is. Um, you'll so, be able to so six people. So, so yeah, um, you'll be able to play as the characters from Left 4 Dead 2, and also the witch and mini tank um, enemy types will appear in Resident Evil 6. It gets better. Um, apparently, certain types of enemies in Resident Evil 6 will show up in the campaign for Left 4 Dead 2. And all of this content will be free to download on the PC version of either respective game. Right. <laughs> there are so, so many questions. I'm just trying to this. figure out where the hell a crossover like this came from. I mean, that who, would who, be one of them. who, who approached okay. who? And all right, and, let's, let's let's take this. Let's take this from a, a journalistic standpoint so so the, so we're going to break the, we're going to break into valve's headquarters and hack into their systems we could or we could just do like <laughs> i was thinking more of the the was it five w's or six w how many w's are there huh the who, oh, what, five when, where, uh, how five in the h yeah five in the who, h what when where why how yeah yeah why don't we just do that for this because all those questions are right here obviously we have the who well, yeah Valve and Capcom. We have the what because it's this crossover yeah, I, I, thing. Where, trifle piece. Where is probably Steam. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, we got the how again. Free content download. Yes. Um. We have who, what, when. We don't have a when. We don't have a when. We don't have a when. Mm. Uh, not important. That leaves us with why. Exactly <laughs> the biggest one of all. <laughs> That that and the how of like, all right, how did this become an idea? I, I and two why I don't was have, it considered a good enough idea to go through with? I really want to see the meeting where someone came up with this idea. Can you? I'm this I'm, I'm is going as to trifle as if they come out with the Smash Brothers cross to PlayStation All Stars. Um, sure. Seriously, like they're they're both decent games by themselves. Leave them alone. Don't don't. don't I don't do know. It. I haven't heard great things about Resident Evil Six. Okay, all right. <laughs> it, it is draft blowers, but I mean, and if the, those who don't know, all one of them. If you look at the six on the cover of Resident Evil Six, it looks like a humanoid giving fellatio to a giraffe. So, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. Just it, be warned. It's true. It's true. But I'm just saying, they, they were. Why? They're, why why does this need to happen? I don't know. Is there some dude who's like, you know what? My Resident Evil 6 isn't cool enough. It would break this way better. Left for Dead 2. Who the fuck says that? That kind of reminds me of. Uh, you remember the Crackdown games, obviously, yeah. right? When Crackdown 2 was about to come out, there became a random mode, believe it or not, in. Perfect Dark uh -huh. HD, 
And I remember that <laughs> I remember what I wrote the headline for it. <coughs> Excuse me. It wasn't coughing. I remember when I wrote the headline for it and this one spell coughing. My yeah. first <laughs> My first line was, you know what I woke up thinking? There isn't enough Crackdown references in Perfect Dark. Wait, that's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, wh- why do we need to cross-pollinate zombie games? I, uh, I, they're not even similar zombie games. Is it, uh, the only thing, the only feasible thing I can come up with was Capcom was kind of like, hey, Resident Evil sucks. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2 sold a lot better. <laughs> Maybe if we just steal some of their thunder, we could, like, you know, resurrect this pile of donkey shit that we put out. Uh, Capcom does love their crossovers recently. I'm waiting for them to do a... Yeah, uh, that, what, Mega Man Street Fighter? Mega Man Cross Street and Fighter and the Street Fighter Cross Tekken and... Yeah, yeah. Um, Why don't they do something good? Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom is good. In the arcade, and it's... No, it, 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 it's... I don't know, dude. I, I enjoy it. Dude, I've been playing the Marvel vs. Capcom since they were in the cabinets. The third one was just kind of like, yep, same dog and pony show. I, I enjoyed it. Um, no, like, what like what can we do? Like, good stuff. They, uh, Dragon's Dogma was uh, supposedly good. I didn't play it, but... Dragon's Dogma? That was it Capcom, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I haven't played it either, but it's on my list. Yeah, nobody, nobody thought it was Capcom because it wasn't riddled with on-disc DLC. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks good. I gotta get to it's it. It's got an expansion coming but out like, next month. We, why can't we do, like, a, like, a crossover? Like a good crossover? Yeah. Oh, well, there's that Project X Zone coming out this summer, which mm-hmm. is that strategy RPG with the ultimate crossover with Namco characters, Sega characters, and Capcom characters. Yeah. So there's that, which yeah. I'm told is good. There's there's uh, Professor Layton uh, versus Ace Attorney, which isn't confirmed for the states yet, but it damn well better be because I'm finishing up both <laughs> franchises. I'm just I don't know. This whole crossover thing's weird. It sells, though. I mean, look at how many copies Street Fighter Cross Tekken sold even after the professional fighting game community, like, just gave it the cold shoulder and they refused to acknowledge it. It's, well, not, yeah. even, it's not even Evo anymore. Uh, but it's, People I, are going back to play Street Fighter 4 instead of playing Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I think that's more of, like, they're getting the, the, the intrigue of, huh? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see this. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, what else we got? Coming in at number three. Ooh, number three. Also happening earlier today, Saints Row 4 was confirmed. Okay. Um, Is it just me, or maybe we should have had Saints Row 4 at 4? <laughs> well, just that th- that would have moved Resident Evil uh, across Left 4 Dead up, and uh, that doesn't seem well, we like We could put that idea. at 6. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I wasn't planning, on ha- wasn't planning on having more than 5, but, you know. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> anyway... Um, Saints Row 4 was confirmed for an August 20th release. Yeah, they were, like, just slamming that thing out. Um, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the game is now handled by um, the newly renamed Deep Silver Volition. Formerly the Volition Studios bought by Coach Media. Of all the things they kept from that, they kept Volition. They they could have just called it Deep Silver. They could have just called it like well, I don't know, Volition the, is a name that actually yeah, it's kind of like slapping the name Nintendo on something. People, yeah, know, people what, will see that and realize, oh, why hey, didn't that's they just the developers call it like that did Deep Volition or like Volition Silver? Deep Volition. <laughs> I'm just saying, they, whatever. I don't name these companies, and there's probably good reason. Well, it's kind of like when EA bought up Bioware. They renamed all their uh, American companies EA Bioware whatever. Oh yeah. Which I'm not a fan of either. No, they should have called it Bia. <laughs> Where? 
Be aware. Be, Be aware. aware. <laughs> We've uh, started a new meme here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so Saints Row Four, August twentieth. Um, Looks goofy. Coming. To, yes, it does. We looked at a. We looked at the trailer beforehand. Here, here's the facts. You ready for this? Yes. The leader of the Saints, so your player character, is now the president of the United States, and he looks really, really close to the guy from Deus Ex. Again, but the guy, the guy, yeah, the, your, the guy they give us in the trailer. That's all I'm saying. Um, I was like, really, guys? So your your guy is now president of the United States. He now has superpowers, and aliens are invading, and you have to um, kick their asses. So here I am thinking, oh, good, it's Mars Attacks all over again, and I get to play as Jack Nicholson, and I'm going to make my character look like Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of a far departure from the gang game they started i don't know i don't know saints Row the third was batshit insane so so this is they they far departed from this isn't that far departed it it is well i'm just saying for the first one i remember it was more serious gangster they they wanted like in the hood and two and three were still like that this one is probably still like that too but now you're president and so sweet so gangster (laughs) president with superpowers this makes complete sense I'll play it. Just based on that. Um, well, hey, Tron cycles have been confirmed again. You saw that in the trailer. Yeah, light cycles. Yeah, what, whatever. There the are hell. light cycles. Whatever the hell Tron though. cycles. Um, Kids I'm, these days. Not, <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> um, even though I'm younger. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's more prevalent for me to use it on you. Um, <laughs> the line. The line. Just to be safe. <laughs> The uh, the game has already been confirmed, oddly enough, to not be coming to Wii U, which actually doesn't surprise me. That but makes some sense. But someone out there asked it, so all of you that played the previous Saints Row games on your Xbox or PlayStation or PC will be able to enjoy it on your Xbox or PlayStation yeah. or PC. And the one guy who thought he played it on his Wii, you're drunk, go home. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I'm surprised they didn't call it Saints Row the Fourth. Since Saints Row Three was Saints Row the Third, and so yeah, and whatever. Anyway, moving on to number two, uh, there's a rumor floating around Japanese magazines that Dragon Guard Three will be uh, coming from Square Enix soon. Yeah, but it will be coming here. Um, Dragon Guard actually is a popular series in the U.S., but it was depressing. Supposedly, I've not played the games. I, I think I plan to. Um, uh, from what I gather, the, na- I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't. Think I think I they were. It. I think they were action RPGs, and there was something about dragons. I'm guessing. I, again, I haven't played them. I don't know. Last one. Um, I all I know is that apparently a lot of people are interested in this rumor. Um, and I'm now interested in what the game is going to be, and I'm probably going to backlog the other two if I can. Well, they were on PS2, and you you have a PS2 over yeah. here somewhere. Yes. And I think I do. Um, so yeah, so who knows? Maybe uh, Square Enix will promise an HD collection and never release it. Sweet, like Final Fantasy X. Thanks a lot, Square. Well, I mean, it's Final Fantasy X. Do we really need an HD? No. Do we really need a third thirteen? I, I would... No. Let let's uh, <laughs> well, let's uh, nip this in the bud before we trail That's, off I'm for done. twenty I'm minutes. Done. <laughs> Square Enix, no. Um, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Interesting note about Dragon Guard Three. They were it's uh, a third. D- Yes, that's not interesting. <laughs> it is two. No, it's three. <laughs> also, damn it. <laughs> um, well, I find it interesting that it's a third, and most people don't even know there was a first two. 
Yeah, it, it's it was definitely one of Square Well, it doesn't have the Final Fantasy name on it, and, yeah. and uh, but I always find that interesting when you're like, you know, like, out of nowhere, they're like, oh, the new game, you know, like this, the third game's coming out, and you're like, what were the first two? <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting to note, though, the developers for the first two Drakengard games, um, Kevia, I think was their name, not Kevyar because they weren't rich. Um, oh, <laughs> they dissolved, not literally, you know, broke up. Uh, so to speak, shortly after their last game, Near came out, which wow. was fantastic, by the yes. way. Yes. Um, you hear that, Square Enix? Fantastic. Non-Final Fantasy. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that uh, Near and Drakengard actually have something to do with each other. Like, a certain ending in Drakengard 2 uh, was the influence of the events that happened in Near or something. I don't know how... Well, if it's close to Near, I gotta play them then. Yeah. So I, I still know. I still want a, a sequel to Near and call it Far. But <laughs> and you can you can spell that incorrectly too, and it could be spelled like F A H R. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Near was spelled yeah. differently. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. well, of course. Get on that Square Enix. Free uh, free tip for you. And uh, our top news story of the week: Nintendo has found a way to combine two of the most popular things in the world and make it even more popular. Um, and slap their name on it. And slap their name on it. Which um, will make it even more popular. <laughs> Pokemon Scramble U, the first Pokemon game coming out to I still the like that title. Wii U. Yeah, it, well, it, just, it sounds violent. <laughs> Pokemon Scrambles U yeah, pretty much. in Soviet <laughs> Russia. Po- anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, it anyway. just, I, um, I see kids and gelatinous blobs and pans. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, Eggs. Scramble. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, My mind's so, a strange one. <laughs> Pokemon Scramble U will be completely playable using only characters in the game itself. However, um, they've gone the Skylanders route, and they're going to be releasing little figurines only of Pokemon. Of we got Disney now, and now it's, it was literally only a matter of time before Nintendo was like, hmm, free money. <laughs> we could do that. See, and, and here's, the, here's the interesting thing. This is how Nintendo's going to make even more money. Keep in mind, this whole action figure business, it's, it's well, first of all, to explain it further, um, you take the little figurine, there's seven confirmed figurines, six of them are like Pikachu, Torchic, Bulbasaur, Piplup, uh, Vincenti, and one I'm forgetting. None of the good ones. I'm forgetting. Charizard, I'm, no, nothing I'm like for, that. Well, they'll be in the game, and this is their only their first wave. I, they've but, said but so. I they can make more. A, if I'm going to buy an NFC, I want a Charizard. I want a Bulbasaur. I want. Well, I you want can get Bulbasaur. I, I mentioned Bulbasaur. Oh, did you? Yeah, I must have missed that. Anyway, um, so six, six, no Piplup. Fuck Piplup. I don't think you want to. That's that's. Uh, that wasn't an open invitation. It's more of a. <laughs> I don't know. Some of these new Pokemon. I'm like, really, guys. Like, don't forget your roots. Yeah. Um, so six confirmed Pokemon, five of which I can remember, and then one, quote, secret one that they've not revealed. So for all you know, there might be a Charizard one. That'd be pitching. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so, you can I mean, take, I'm, I'm one of the weird guys. You can you can take these figu- figures, and there's a little square on the bottom left of the Wii U gamepad, and you just place it right on there, and it'll appear in the game, and you can upgrade stats and shit Yay, like that. Yeah, using more of the gamepad. Yeah. Finally, we'll actually use all of our Wii U's yeah. um, in the first six months. So the way they're going to sell these, in Japan so far, they're going to sell them in Pokemon, well, Pokeball capsules and vending machines um, for the equivalent of like two bucks a piece. 
Yeah. But that's the kicker. You don't know what you're going to get. So unless you're lucky and you manage to nail all seven in the first you know, Which try. You did, I'm sure the people are probably loading the machine so that never happens. Right. Um, you're going to be spending extra money and who knows what the heck you're going to do with these extras. Sell them to friends. Maybe GameStop will probably be taking them because you can trade in Skylanders there. I don't know How that. would you do that? Get, I don't know, three bucks. I guess. Depending on rarity, they. I think when. Um, remember when I was trying to find Cinder for the original Skylanders? Yeah. When she was really hard to find, um, GameStop was taking her in for like 50 bucks and reselling her for 100. Wow. Used. <laughs> Quote, used. Wow. Yeah. And uh, now you can get like a dollar for and they'll sell her for four. That sounds dirty. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Skylander prostitution <laughs> at your local GameStop. <laughs> Um, and again, Nintendo has confirmed that this is the first wave of these, so it's entirely possible that eventually they'll make all 649, which means if you manage to get all of them on your first go, you'll be spending over $1,200. Yeah, which also means that VJ's going to have to get a second job solely for his Pokemon habit. Yeah. He, he went a little overboard in the Skylanders, and hey, he has hey, a hey, bigger I've, I've, fanboy I've, erection I've, for Pokemon. <laughs> I, I got you have all, nothing to say to that. I, I have all the Skylanders. Yeah. I got all the original set. Yes, and I, I know. Got all the I'm well aware. The ones for the Giants. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm well aware. I'm running out of shelves. Yes, and they're going to put. <laughs> they put out 650 Pokemon NFCs. You're going to be like, huh? So I need a full time <laughs> no, job if, for if, Pokemon. If they do that, if they do that for all the Pokemon, I'll seriously limit to myself to maybe about 30. No, you won't. It's yeah. Okay. Well, it's random, so no, I won't. <laughs> it started out with the Skylanders. I'll just get the cool ones. I, uh, I never said I'm that. Ar- I'm already like, I, I, I'm already I, like I, 10 from getting the whole set. I, I, I it started out. off the day I bought the first set. Uh-huh. I said, I'm going to buy all of them. And then the, and the Giants. He had he had all the Giants before the he had the game. This, this man has a problem. <laughs> I, I may have a little bit of a problem, but it's okay. It's just I, the, I, I haven't found a counseling for, for Skylanders. <laughs> for NFC hoarding. <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there. Hi, I'm VJ. I have a problem. Hi, VJ. <laughs> anyway, that's our top eight news stories of the week. Up next, our very uh, paranoid feature of the day. Week, rather. Speaking of uh, NFC stuff, um, Goat found a bit of news that, well, I did too, but I didn't think it was terribly important. You know, um, I did. And, and Goat did because... No, I just died. I did because see, Disney. Yeah. Um, it's one of those big things that I was kind of like, huh. Yeah. Um, Disney Infinity, the Skylanders for Disney. Um, Did you even say that? Huh? I think it's just NFC, right? Well, that's what I'll... Do you really want to keep pronouncing NFC and then get confused with probably a football league or something? Yeah, good point. We can um, do NIFC. No. <laughs> I'm not doing NIFC because it sounds you like... Just a, did. Shut up. It's sold. <laughs> so, uh, Disney Infinity was delayed until August something yeah, August or other? Until August. Yes. Um, there was a definite date on that, but uh, that would remind, you know, and, and before I, memory. And before I told Goat the reason was because retailers actually asked for them to release this game closer to holidays, um, so it's not taking up shelf space. Goat thought it was a, a bit of a conspiracy that the game was just delayed for like press or something like that. Yeah. Am I, am I uh, 
kind of right on that. You're looking at the release date, so it doesn't bother you, aren't you? Yeah. It is the 18th. It is the I 18th. have a memory. Well done. Oh, right. Um, which got us thinking. It's just like how many kind of conspiracy theories can you, we think of in the, well, the thing is with the gaming the, industry? With the Disney thing, the way they, they – some of the articles I read, they were like, oh, we're pushing it to holiday season. Mm-hmm. And it almost read like we know what we're doing and we're doing it on purpose so we sell more copies. Yeah. Which – yeah, it was just one of those like yeah, which really got the wheels turning. I'm like, how many of these delays are legit? <laughs> I, I I wouldn't doubt. Well, see, there was actually here. Let me bring it up. There was actually a very good comment because um, Goat, you know, took to the listeners and said, you know, what do you guys think of game delays being legitimate? Um, and or a marketing ploy or a marketing mm-hmm. ploy. Um, and uh, there was some really good feedback. There was some really good free I, feedback. I, I, I applaud our listeners for actually like intelligent, well thought out answers, which is what I was looking for. Uh, partic- journey sucked. Particular, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, <laughs> for that reference. Um, so uh, a comment we got from I'm go- probably going to butcher your name, and I p- apologize. Uh, Gamaliel, which sounds like a uh, Lord Mr. of the Rings Martinez. Yeah, let, let's go with that. He's a, he was uh, at that first show, at that first VGL show a year ago. Oh, wow. I, so I, met was him. I. I met him. He was yeah. You, you were, were there too, right? Yeah, I was. The, okay. I, I think I was there. Um, it's a decent show. Yeah, it was okay. The guitar guy was a little intense, but whatever. He played Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Mister Martinez, uh, he's actually studying to get into the game industry and stuff like that. I know because I've spoken to him a few times. Um, his just co- nobody talked to me. Everybody talks to. I feel like. I, I I am the video game musician. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. I'm just the guy in the backing track. <laughs> I know your role. I get it. <laughs> anyway, um, so Mr. Martinez, as we're calling him now, says games are delayed when companies scope out a game wrong, schedule improperly, or change game vision midway production. Publishers lose money when games are delayed, and publishers don't care for anything other than money. Game developers have no control over release dates. They work on a preset milestone schedule and get paid by milestones, which the development house and publisher work out and agree on. So delays are legit. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, Thank you, first of all, um, Mr. Martinez, for chiming in, uh, because that gives us a little bit better insight. Oh, yeah, that was great insight. I was... Um, I never thought about it that way, too, about how uh, publishers set the release dates and stuff, and of course they only care about money, except for, like, X-Seed, you know, who... Oh, yeah, 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 but, the, but the end of the day, 90% of them, you but know, the end of the they're day, just looking they're at business the, and money makes the world go round. They're, they're like record labels. They, yeah. they don't care what they're doing. They just want the... Yeah. They just want the numbers. The same thing with records, to too. You put out a record, and it's going to be done in April. Why? Because we said so. Because we said it's going to okay, be done in April. Okay, it's going to be done in April. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, you... You guys, the money I, makes the rules. I don't know if you guys know this, but there are a shocking amount of parallels between the music industry and the video game industry, um, which I've found out in the past couple years. Actually, and bridge the gap technically, and, and yeah, and merging the worst of both worlds, as it were. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, what? Uh, so I, and this kind of ties in with, you know, video game companies are terribly secretive they have to be though do they though i mean in the technology world you have to be because okay they come out with something all right blah 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 you know if they come out with uh, the next box they're not too secret about it mm-hmm. miraculously the ps4 is gonna have more than that because everybody knows about it yeah it's 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 a cutthroat business you have to keep everything under lock and key because the next door neighbor 
will slice your throat in a heartbeat, take your stuff, and sell it as their own. Well, see, with, and not even blink an eye. With that, I can agree with it. Uh, with that, I can understand. Even but with games, though, that that's where I kind of where I'm kind of confused. I mean, say something like you know, uh, your, your major franchises would not be major franchises if somebody found out about God of War before it came out. You, I have full on faith that a War of the Gods would also come out <laughs> and just kill it. Hmm. It wouldn't be as iconic. It wouldn't be as... Because, oh, great. We have like four games that look just like this at the same time. That's a valid point. I, I, I like that idea. I'm a little mixed on whether it's because of that or maybe they're being secret to maybe like slowly like build interest so that, you know... Think of the PS4. You know, obviously you, we've, no, we've we, thought about obviously it. <laughs> we know your opinion on the PS4. Um, they gave us a ton of information, mostly useless information to the average consumer. To be fair, yeah. Um, but they gave us a ton of information. Now all we care about is the price and price and release date. What that what the damn thing looks like, and not even what the thing looks like. That's just a side note. We even price and release yeah. date are probably the biggest things. Um, which is hype, and that's selling your product. Right. That makes sense. That's like us well, promoting a show. Right. Um, but I, I I, would go on record to say that maybe if you released all your information at once, then people will kind of forget about it between when you tell them this stuff and when it's actually coming out. Because look at it this way. The short attention span. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at it this way. I know a ton of people who had no idea there was a new StarCraft game coming out last week. Ton of people. They had, they had no idea. I, I didn't even care. We, even, Does that count? even us well, no, that doesn't count. Okay. I knew it was coming even, out. I just didn't even us it. at the beginning of the show, we mm-hmm. couldn't remember that it came out. Yeah. I can't even remember if we mentioned it now, actually. I don't think we that, did. Now that we uh, now that you mention it. Um there has been literally no marketing about it. In commercials, from what I've seen, I can't speak for the internet because I have an ad blocker, and I can't speak for magazines because I don't get magazines anymore. Um, I haven't seen anything. Game Informer but, didn't but touch it. Blizzard is usually pretty good about putting out commercials because you know they're they can they're merged with Activision, and their commercials always look awesome. I mean, you remember the Diablo three commercial, yeah, and yeah, 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 stuff like that. They always look awesome. But maybe that's there's not been the, nothing for Heart of the Swarm. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. I mean, it's StarCraft. Yeah, but even then, even then, in the Blizzard scheme of things, it's still down the list from WoW. Well, everything's down the exactly. list from WoW. So maybe there's something WoW. They don't. They, they don't. Out? They don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said Mists of Pandaria is their last expansion. Although I think they also said that about Cataclysm. To yeah. be fair, as long um, as that pony's making money, they're going to keep adding on to it. No kidding. Um, I, I, I would. I would. Who didn't do that? Well, to begin with, everybody was like, yeah, it made it awesome. Yeah. But for that core, it didn't It didn't blow up like they thought it was going to again. I, I, I don't... The StarCraft heads loved it. The people who, the, like the RTS, love it. See, that's the... But it didn't really expand past see, that. See, that's the kind of game that... Okay, maybe StarCraft was a bad example. Let's say... Okay, let's, let's use the opposite kind mm-hmm. of mentality. I'm still seeing commercials for Assassin's Creed 4. We already know it doesn't come out till October. Yeah. It's March. Mm-hmm. Why the hell are we seeing advertisements about it now? So the kids can tell their parents for the next six months they want their Christmas stocking. <laughs> <talking. laughs> 
But like, all right, here's a great example. But like, it's a better example. Okay. I've seen one Mm. 30 second Mm. clip Mm. for the new God of War. That's it. Oh, you you mean like commercial or like clip? clip? Like like the the press for God of War games is usually just ridiculous. Like every time you watch TV, they're shoving it down. Kratos is in the TV. I don't know. I've seen a ton of God of War commercials. Okay. Like during during wrestling and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe because I don't have actual cable. (laughs) But I mean, I'm like, on Hulu and stuff like that. That's all. They only have the one. And it's not very big. It's not very full. And you'd think for the gaming world, a lot of people do what I do. and don't have cable and they stream. A lot of them probably also pirate television shows off of like whatever. Oh, yeah. The, but I'm just saying like it just TV, I, haven't seen a lot, I haven't seen a lot in the news about it or anything. There's like, yeah, it's coming out. Oh, well, this God of War game apparently wasn't as great as the other ones. And I've uh, yet to play it. So I can't speak for that. But yet. It just it seems weird. Maybe it's like the whole they know it's not that good, so why push it? I wonder if I, I, I wonder if that's kind of why we start to see a lack of video game advertising in general. Maybe it's just um, I, I can't tell if it's like a lack of faith or if it's you know the marketing is better spent elsewhere, like you know putting well, an I'd ad say, on I'd say television off, and stuff like honestly, that. Honestly, I'd say off season. Let's be honest. There's a season for video games. Yeah. Off season, it's you, called November. Yeah, you don't see a lot of a lot of ads. You really don't. Come October, September, every other commercial on your television is a video game. Hmm. Because they know that's the only time to, people want to on shove sixty dollars down their kids' throats to shut them up for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's a sad, sick world we live in. But and it's, it's usually on Call of Duty. Yes. Um, I don't know. Or Skylanders. Don't get me started. <laughs> um. Besides, it's more than 60 for Skylanders. Yeah, but I also see, almost seen two fist fights last year on Black Friday for Skylanders. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 people. Well, it was it was like... Uh, but I guess it's probably... <laughs> it was like buy one, get one free at yeah. Toys R Us. And but... everyone's just like, oh my god, I'm going to make a fortune on eBay. No, you're not. No, I just bought my two that I was missing. I was like, hey, buy one, get one. Oh, hey. Dupe, dupe. <laughs> yeah, it's Black Friday. I'm in the middle of chaos spending <laughs> 10 bucks. <laughs> Hey, Home I, and kosher. I did roughly the same. I spent fifteen bucks on like Dishonored off Amazon or something. Oh, yeah. So I was along the same lines. So, um, I, I guess I'm guessing what I'm saying is like the advertising and all that stuff is like most marketing. They they have a scheme. Mm. There is a conspiracy behind marketing. They know when to shove it down your throat and when you don't care. I don't think that's really a conspiracy. I think that's yeah. just kind of knowing your marketing. audience and stuff like that. Yeah. It's marketing, um, which is a conspiracy. <laughs> I wonder how much secrecy is in the video game industry because of shareholders. That, yeah. Because um, look at look at Valve. They're privately owned, so they, they don't have any shareholders whatsoever, and they love it. They operate just fine because they're yeah, they do whatever they want because they want because they're printing money with having the most popular PC gaming application of all time. Yeah, aside from Windows. Um, yeah, and it's only a matter of time before Windows gets rid of them. Well, wait till the Steam Box comes out at some point. Um, <laughs> they're calling the Steam Box. They're not calling it the Steam Box. It's just that's anyway. Um, I'm hoping for Steamer, and it's made in Cleveland. <laughs> I think you made that joke last week. <laughs> I've got it until it, 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 they actually come out the official title for it. I'm calling it the, the officially on this show. It'll, I, be, I, it'll be called the Cleveland Steamer. I, I swear, if we, if we get our hands on one of these things, and it's called the Steamer, and I 
see anywhere on it that says made in Cleveland, yes. I will eat the damn thing. And I will video it and it will be on the site within <laughs> seconds, people. Seconds. Um, but Aptly anyway. titled, VJ Eats a Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, but your shareholder's idea, I understand that, yeah. I, I mean, well, I but mean, see, here's the thing about Valve. You never hear anything about them unless it's this bullshit with doing a crossover with Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that again. No, no but, we've already beat that pony. There's yeah. a lot of horse beating on this show. <laughs> Metaphoric horse beating. We have a lot of just battered <laughs> steeds in the back corner here. <laughs> yeah. No um, horses are actually in here. You, I, no, not enough room. PETA, don't come after us. We yeah. know your weakness, yeah. whales. Um, I, 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 I just said but, PETA goes after game, <laughs> Gamerhead Podcast for horsing missions. <laughs> anyway. But no, what I'm saying is I, I understand that. I understand the idea. But I think the secrecy honestly comes from like shareholders and stuff like that, like you're saying. Because at the end of the day, it's a business, and money makes the world go round. Yeah. And if you're giving me a million dollars not to say shit about what I'm doing, I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, my paycheck I, really makes a difference to me. I, I You might remember this better than I do because uh, you're a little bit older than I am. Um, was the gaming industry like this in like the mid nineties? Did you pay attention to it at all or it was a little bit more open, but it wasn't as cutthroat. It didn't, it, well, that was before the internet was Pre- a big thing too. So for yeah. all we know, it was like this mm-hmm. pre-internet. We just didn't know about it. All I it. got was, you know, you, you got your information from print. So they, yeah. every month you got your, your game informer, your Nintendo power, Nintendo power, and... your, well, I'm going to oh. really, uh. <laughs> Really date myself and EGM. Your, yep, <laughs> and your Game Pro. Oh man, Game Pro. <laughs> but and that's that was it. That was your only out, that was your only input for information. So they could they could, I guess they could. Uh, what's the word? Police it better. And that that in magazines were trying to be more like your friend. Yeah, it wasn't trying yeah, to be but in a month, journalists. Yeah, but in, in a month you can police what they see because you know they're only going to see it here and in this month. Yeah, the internet killed that idea. As soon as you say, like, uh, you know, Viking Jesus coming out with a song, everyone and know about now it. it's on the internet. Yeah, just that fast, and it kills the the policing. They, they've lost the power, the press power. Yeah, and I think that's why they had to like they had to go to DefCon Seven and like presidential <laughs> fucking security because just as fast as you say it, your comp- your competitor knows it. Yeah, and that's bad business. Yeah. So interesting. Oh, well, we may never know. Who knows? Uh, well, we're not going to know. They're going to tell us. Of course they're not. <laughs> they're under NDAs and all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, we'll just uh, sit here and <laughs> ignore everything we don't like, I guess. Not going to complain about it because uh, we all know how I feel about people complaining about the game industry that we can't do anything about it. Except for Goat. He's invincible. Yes, yeah, so apparently I get a free pass and everything. <laughs> oh, you know, you're kind of. Uh, yeah, directly involved in most of your endeavors at the moment. Yeah. If you started working at Best Buy, I think I'd, I think I'd, that'd be that'd be creepy. That'd be awesome. No, no, it would. Yes, well, it would. we could anyway. We'd be doing the podcast right now while getting paid. <laughs> anyway, our loneliest mailbag ever is up next. <laughs> Loneliest mailbag ever. We've only got one email this week. Listen. But it's a good one. It's but a it's good a good one. one. It's it's uh, from Songbird, of course. 
our apparently most loyal fan. Yeah, yeah. She has now moved directly to number one, unopposed by Taylor. <laughs> um, special message from Viking Games Live from Damon Barrett. Oh, hey, I got a message from the guy I hate from Gears of War. That was another email on another email. Anyway. Um, email on email. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so Songbird writes, Dear VJ and Goat, it was rather hard for me coming up with an honest answer to the mailbag. Oh, right. The question I came up with was... Oh, yeah, um, the week late question. I, I, I asked it. Yeah, like on Wednesday. <laughs> no, it was Monday. Was I remember. It, Monday? I it was know. Monday. Um, it was an hour ago. If you, if you could... Uh, <laughs> could have any game change genres. Oh, that's right. The transgenre game. Yeah. The genre bender, as yes. it were. Um, what would it be? And she says, uh, I came up with something like a combination of Cooking Mama with Princess Peach, but a game I would seriously play would be an RPG for Wario and Waluigi, especially, or essentially like Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. It would finally give Waluigi the spotlight he deserves. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Who... Who, who said Waluigi needs a spotlight? He's never had his own game. He's never even had like a supporting role in a game. Probably a reason for that. He's probably the weirdo. He that drives me up the wall at Mario Party. Take the nasal out, buddy. Like, seriously. <laughs> you see the size of his nose? Yes, I know. And I just it probably I just, has something just, to do with it. I just want to hand him nasal spray and be like, handle it. What would he sound like without that nasally? Good afternoon. <laughs> like James Earl Jones. <laughs> Oh. Waluigi. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> um, I'd play it though. I would definitely play a uh, Wario Brothers. Yeah, the I'd, I'd play it. Yeah. Um, Songbird writes: Last year on the 16th of March, gaming made its mark in history as the doors of the Smithsonian American Art Museum opened to display the Art of Video Games exhibit. I walked through those doors that very day. The exhibit was okay, but what made the trip worth it? Well, <laughs> Goat is laughing hysterically. No, I just right love now. her. I love her presentation. Like, it's so epic. It was okay. I, it, they opened the doors and the heavens broke. It was okay. Zip as it was all right. <laughs> well, let me, the, I know, I know. Zip as it was okay, but what made the trip worthwhile were the ongoing festivities. I got to shake Ken Levine's hand. Um, I would have asked if he washed it first, personally. Nothing against Ken Levine, but he's uh, all, like, four times I've seen him speak, he always seems like he's kind of not all there. Mentally, kind of like he's really scatterbrained, but he made Bioshock and System Shock, so oh, okay, he's, okay. he's got to be... I yeah. had to place the name. I was like, uh, I know that name. <laughs> um, Associated with, ah, yes, now we're up to speed. Uh, Songbird asks, what were your initial thoughts when the undertaking was first announced? I thought it was really cool that there was finally, like, an art of video games exhibit, like, in somewhere as official as the Smithsonian. Were you familiar with that at all? No, I missed this ago? whole shebang. Yeah, there was an... Uh, like, there was a, I missed this? I'm actually... Tommy, Tommy was actually a part of it. This I'm not surprised about. But no. I, I'm more shocked <laughs> that I missed it. Like, how does one like me miss well, something like that? To be fair, it was in the Smithsonian, which is in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I know that. You but know, still, so. it's still kind of big and like, hey, look at us. Well, they had this whole big voting thing where gamers could vote on which games they thought belonged from like each of the different eras. And which leads into the Songbird's next question. Hmm. Um, did you vote for what game could make it into the exhibit? If so, were you upset with some games that made it or games that didn't even make it on the list? Um, and she provides a handy list. For, this is why I like this, for, uh, this woman. Those of us that don't remember. She, she, she gives us great questions and... Do, do you want to look through this the, uh, quickly? The tools to go with it. So these are... Uh, Okay, so what am I looking at here? So the, uh, For each system, they pick their tops? Yeah, so... Per um, genre? 
So these are the games that they were that actually made it into the list. Oh, okay. Um, so like you know, it starts off with your Atari and your ColecoVision yeah. and really? you know, stuff like and and Intellivision and you know old yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, all the good then, stuff. Then you're getting up to Commodore 64 and NES, either nice. Super Mario Bros. Three and wow, Mega Man and, Two was uh, available. How about that? And uh, Legend Man or Legend <laughs> Legend of Zelda, excuse me. Wow, um, there's some good titles. Actually, I heard. these are. Oh, these are the other nominees. So. Yeah, I've been looking at that more so than who made it, because obviously who made it, like, really, Mario made it. No shit. So, like, Mario beat out Metroid and Mega yeah. Man. And There's some good stuff here, though. Uh, I, I was There were a couple like, of these I was that really... One, that surprises me that Shadowgate was even on there. There were a couple of these that really tore me up, like Zelda and Final Fantasy for Zelda, uh, NES. Well, down. yeah, but... Marble Madness? Yes. People have taste. Yeah, that beat up... Uh... Oh, hey, Mickey Mouse, one of your... Uh... Favorites. Yeah, it's a, actually, I have that on Sega. Um, what else is here? Genesis. Hey, Earthworm Jim. We, uh, there's Tommy's name. There uh, it is. Beat yeah. out Sonic CD. He was a voice actor? Yeah, he was, uh, no, 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 no. Um, that's, uh, the Doug. Warner, oh, oh okay. It. Oh, Tommy Tellerick, a composer. I'm yeah, reading it the wrong see, way. Yeah, see, that's how, okay. Okay, makes sense. Um, I'm really surprised. Michael actually. Jackson's Moonwalker was an other nominee. What? What? Okay, the man is controversial, but the the game was no, no, no. I'm just saying, like thing. Um, I, I, I was actually that Rails played that. I remember I was actually surprised that none of the Sonic the Hedgehog games made it on that list. Um, yeah, this seems pretty, um, pretty Nintendo oriented. And then, well, then you get into like you know Tomb Raider beat out yeah. Nights in the Dreams and. What else is here? Blah, blah, blah. Doom 2 beat out Deus Ex, which really surprised me, actually. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, what else is Nothing here? Nothing else really has really... Yeah, all the winners have really... Oh, that kind of sucks, though. What? Which one? Apes. Uh, Oddworld. I mean, obviously got beat out by Dell Gear, but, <laughs> but it's Oddworld. So you Final Fantasy Tactics beat out uh, Command & Conquer. Red Alert, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> um... Mario. Yeah, see, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on here that I, I, I see. Oh, hey, Sonic Adventure is on there. Yeah, that should, you know, they could have won. And really, Choo Choo Rocket. <laughs> really? Wow. Shadow of the Colossus, of course. So Okami. That. Uh, out of everything, I was really glad that Okami made it on there because that was the one game that I think. Look what it's going against. Good uh, God. Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy X. Come yeah. on now, that's Okami should have won that. That, that, that that's no contest. Anyway, just saying. Uh, what else is here? Ah, oh, Halo Two beat out Psychonauts. Are you surprised? Like seriously surprised? No, I'm not seriously surprised. I'm hey, just look, hard. Fable and Metroid Prime Two. Metroid yes. Prime Two, really? Yeah. Yep. yep. That's surprising. Against Prince of Persia oh, and Eternal, Eternal Darkness. Darkness actually uh, was on that, that that's a game everybody has to play. Eternal Darkness is amazing. You'd probably kill me if I haven't played it yet. No, actually, it's a really underground game. I, I, I'm aware of it, but. Portal, Flow. Fire Emblem. Your, your Fire Emblem buddy made it. Did it? Where? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe he's fighting against Pikmin 2. <laughs> Goat can't read, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Ooh, Minecraft. <laughs> Who's seen that one coming? <laughs> Me. Yeah, as I say, this list is... I, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff that I admittedly... See, there you go. Heavy Rain beat out Dragon Age and Final Fantasy Thirteen. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, a good game beat out two, well, a mediocre game, and a <sighs> trifle train wreck. Brutal Legend made it? Yep. I didn't know that. 
That's a weird category. <laughs> well, it's, it's strategy. Yeah, I know, but still, it's kind of a stretch strategy. And then they had actually like playable games like mm. Monkey Island and stuff like that. So, um, there were really cool. There were no real surprises, I guess, other than no. the fact that. Actually, I was more surprised at like what made it to the nominee level. Yeah, obviously, obviously some, of, some of those were kind of weird. Obviously, the winners, you're like, uh huh. <laughs> Go on. But the fact that like a a underground game like uh, Eternal Darkness was even nominated. Well, keep in mind this was voting on the internet, so yeah. which is good that the that the cult speaks the yeah. game. Yeah. God, I wish they would make a second one. You have to play that game. Uh, I'll. Do you own a copy? I have two copies. I will loan you my playable copy. Oh. <laughs> I have a complete a... and a playable. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so it's part of that, that retro gaming thing. Yeah. No. 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 Don't. Don't. I understand. Um, Songbird asks, if a person were to ask you how can video games be art, how would you answer? Uh, well, this seems kind of like a given. I mean, art is defined as an expression of some kind, you know, in some kind of visual or audible medium. I, I uh, video look, games is both of those things. I honestly look at art as being um, uh, intellectual property. Being the corporate person. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, music, games, whatever, you know, anything that takes intellectual Property that that's art, and video games are all that. There's, yeah, there's music, yeah. there's there's programming, it's visual. It's I, I would I would argue that video games are probably the most complex. Yeah, um, form of art next to, of course, like movies and certain television shows and stuff. Actually, I'd say video games are more than that because you have to actually program what you see in your eye, not just film it. Oh, well, I'm thinking just like a, a combination of many different art. Oh forms, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, like I said, TV and yeah. Movies kind of fit yeah. into that too. Um, oh, she's getting deep here. Yeah, man. Uh, art can summon emotions. So, what games did that to you the most? What emotions were they? Um, I mentioned it before. Okami, um, the ending was actually a bit of a tearjerker for me. I mean, I, I won't spoil anything, obviously, but um, if you've not played the game, you should. Um, also, surprisingly, um, the Walking Dead yes, game. I was going to say that very, actually, very emotional, very all uh, through, through, yeah, like, it all was five episodes. Literally, like I'm like I was there. I was like the sixth character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, sixth. I'm pretty sure there Eighth, were more than whatever. However many characters there were, yeah, I um, was in. I was in the story with them. Going, you're talking to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Fable, Fable. The first Fable was really good. Really, for me. Mm-hmm. What, just what, because what, uh, what what kind of emotions did that instill in you? Like the in- the intrigue, mm-hmm. the fact that I was like, "Whoa!" Everything I did made a difference. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the first time we ever seen that. Yeah, it was where, like where, that. where things you did actually yeah. influenced yeah. everything. I mean, I just so. went down the no shit kind of response. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think I think another thing was would be like heavy rain got me pretty good too. Heavy rain was another sucked really me good in. One. Um, I would actually as. Out of left field, this kind of is. Cookie gu- Mama. <laughs> We're up to like four references yes. now. Yes. Um, one of them isn't mine. One of yes, one of them was <laughs> Songbirds. It's like she's reading our minds. Yes. Uh, when did she send this? Eighteen hours ago. So it wasn't as. Oh wait, two twenty. Yeah, this was as late as your last one. You need to really find a better bedtime, Songbird. Two twenty six a.m. What is she living like? England. <laughs> Yeah, and she showed up at a show in Kentucky. <laughs> the likeliest of places. <laughs> um, 
But believe it or not, the Guitar Hero franchise actually was very emotional for me because... No, no, hear me out. Emotional just means that it elicited a strong response from you. Not necessarily that it, you know... Okay, all right, all right. You thrashing around your house <laughs> in your boxers playing Slayer tunes on a wireless guitar thing is not an emotion. But it, it, <laughs> it, it got me hungry for that performance, okay, yeah, you know? Yelling at your TV, fuck yeah, Slayer. <laughs> Not an emotion. I, I, kid, I kid you not. With the first Guitar Hero game, the first time I ever beat Cowboys from Hell on Expert, I went outside, smashed the guitar controller, set it on fire, and then repainted it and put it back together. And you couldn't tell. Huh. So, so there's, there's that. that little tidbit. So, uh, I was, I was, I was. Well, I was 15. So. Yeah, he Any- says that now. <laughs> anyway, he did the um, same thing with Rock Band Blitz. Don't want to lie to you. I still haven't played Rock Band Blitz, and I feel I play frequency. I feel bad for it. Amplitude, the originals. Yeah. Um, Songbird also asks: Should the most artful games be the ones who always win the Game of the Year awards and etc.? No. Uh, I'm struggling with an answer for this one. No. What What do you think? No, what, what is it exactly? <laughs> Should, I, just, I don't want to. Should like, should the most, the most artful, okay. artful games? We're so talking, so we're like, like off of like so journey. Should games like Journey or Okami should no. they always win Game of the Year awards? Why no. do you say that? Because they're they should they shouldn't actually honestly unless they're like that stellar they shouldn't win Game of the Year. They should win like best story. They should win best effects. They should win best musical score. Yeah. They should win what the art part of it, the good stuff. I, I'm Game of the Year. Should be like like this year, great game of the year. Yeah. Walking Dead, from start to finish, your your three seconds. It's from it's, your where, it's where all you, it's, the gears come together perfectly. Yeah, everything you're in it, you're, you're you want. It's one of those games where you're like, all right, I need to go to bed twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> I'll do another episode. I would argue that um, I want game of the year. I mean, obviously, there's no unanimous game of the year. I mean, even the Spike VGAs are kind of silly at this point. Um, well, yeah, because it's all personal preference and stuff like that. Right. But, I mean, we use them as gauges. Right. Um, I, I would love to see it if Game of the Year was consistently just a game that moves the industry forward. And by forward, I mean makes it more legitimate in the eyes of the mainstream. I mean, video games are mainstream now. There's, well, no, yeah, yeah. there's no question about that. But when we still have people arguing that, you know, video games cause violence and shit oh, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. then we haven't quite become completely legitimate yet. And that's what I'm kind of... That's why I want to see consistently from Game of the Years, which is why games like Journey and The Walking mm-hmm. Dead yeah. and Okami and Metroid Prime and Shadow of the Colossus. That's even, why even I think Skyrim got a Game of the Year at one point, didn't it? Skyrim got a lot of Game of the Year awards yeah. last year. So I mean, that's a good one. You know, it's it's moving yeah. pl- moving things forward. It's, yeah, you know, um, but yeah, the art, artsy artsy tartsy games, I love them because mm-hmm. I am an artist <laughs> and I, I I can appreciate like Journey. I loved not. For many reasons, but like, just it was enthralling. It was great, but it was it, an it, art piece. It was it was a kind of th- it was it was it was literally it was, an art piece. It was a moving art. Piece. It was the kind of thing that you know, not a single word would spoke was spoken, but you could kind of you didn't need it. Pick up on everything, music, you know. The music spoke to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get all weird and hippie here, but it, like <laughs> that was it was literally a moving art piece. Yeah, and that's what it was supposed to be, and it was great, and it got the accolades it was supposed to for that. Yeah, but like. It's not a game of the year, in the true sense. Yeah, it, game it, of the it year was, should be something like you, me, four dudes down the street, whatever, and we're all like, this game is fucking awesome. Yeah, because personal reasons. So I think 
kind of what you're trying to say is there's a difference between game of the year and like the most beautiful game of the year. Yeah. 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 I'll agree with that. Yeah. Although they're not mutually exclusive. No. No. I mean, um, they, they, they obviously, you can play back and forth. You can't ever put anything, you know. And I mean, obviously, a really good artsy game that was fun and could have got game of the year for the playability would be Raymond Origins. Like, yeah. Because that game was visually just stellar. I, I got stuck towards the end. I, I, I just hated the fact that you were locked out of levels if you weren't good enough, but that, that's just me. I'm, I'm you were picked last in the softball team in gym, weren't you? No. <laughs> I just uh-huh, was the... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Songbird... I'm not good enough for your team? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm trading you in. Songbird finally asks, I would presume at this point you would have mentioned Roger Ebert. I didn't. Um, Who? If not, what did you think about that event? Roger Ebert. The... Who the hell's Roger Ebert? Oh, the, the, the... isn't he dead? No. No, he's just missing a jaw now. And it's really creepy. Really? Yeah, he got his jaw taken out, and instead of you know Cisco getting Cisco is the one that's dead, right? Cisco's the one that's dead. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Um, keep up with them. Roger like Ebert, for those of you that aren't familiar, has gotten a lot of controversy in the video game scene um, because he keeps saying that video games can never be art, and he's very strongly opinioned about it, um, uh-huh. as he says it through his like voice box speaker because he can't speak because he doesn't have a jaw. I'm sorry. I actually feel bad about that joke, but I'm I. So I've, so basically, Roger you... Ebert has lost so much of my respect over the past few years. He even he a lot of people recommended he play Shadow of the Colossus, which is a you know, like we said, a marriage between a beautiful game and you know great yeah. playability and stuff like that. Which is why you still need to play it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I need to unwrap that. Um, I'll put it. I'll put it on the queue right after Metal Gear. And he and he played it, and he didn't like it. And it's just like, well, that's good. That doesn't mean just because you didn't like it. He's like a seventy-year-old guy who complains about movies for a living. Yeah, he should have absolutely no authority telling us what video games are good or not. No, and I that and I really kind of like men who can close their mouth on their own <laughs> to be able to tell me what to do. At least I didn't make the joke. <laughs> um, to him, I, I'd be like raspberry bitch. But the. <laughs> But the the it's just him overstepping his bounds. The un, the unfortunate thing is that um, we won't have anyone of that magnitude in the video game industry for a while. I mean, you know, for a while, Siskel and Ebert were the authority on movies. What movies they, you should yeah, see or not? They, they still are, even though one's dead and one's one can't speak, falling apart. <laughs> um, uh, we probably we really don't. I mean, have... the the closest thing we really have is like the guys from Penny Arcade. Yeah. They're, like, the only people I can see that are, like, relatively unbiased. I mean, they put on three expos a year. Mm. They're, from what I hear, they're really cool people. Um, yeah, they can invite us to one of our expos. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. You know, all expenses paid. We'll uh, do a live podcast. Yeah, there we go. From the show floor. Even have them on the show. <laughs> Even I, Yeah, we'll get that to happen. Um, well, we could be near them. <laughs> <laughs> and just maybe lean towards them talking. Yell and at then, them, throw the mic at yeah, them. Yeah, we'll just do the editing when we get time. back. Yeah, works for me. Um, who took your t- Who took your parking spot? That son of a bitch over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've lost a lot of respect for uh, um, Roger Ebert, but that's how it goes, I guess. But he's I, old. He's, he's had his heyday. He's, he's out of he's, his element. He, you know, he's a crotchety old man, and that's a majority of the people yeah. that are complaining about video games. Ninety-five percent of his of his of his fan base are as old as him. Yeah, yeah. They have no. They're out of their element. They're out, they're out of their realm. Yeah. That'd be like us. I don't know, bitching about 
that the sun or the sun times has changed since the thirties. <laughs> we have this no is, reason. This is why I can't wait in 10 years when like Congress is filled with people who grew up playing Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Cannot wait because yes. then finally there'll be know, some justice. We'll be able to put all of this to rest and video games will become legitimate and but, left alone. Yeah. Well, left alone in negative respects. Yeah. Oh, well. But uh, thank you, Songbird, of course, for your email, for uh, being our most dedicated fan. Yes. Yes. Um, seriously, we love all our fans. But Especially you, the ones you that guys, give us questions. You, could, <laughs> you guys don't want us to have a mailbag, then then fine. We won't have a mailbag. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Then, then, you know, That's how we'll it goes. figure it out. Something um, else. <laughs> we'll have to go back to plan B where we make the questions and make you guys suffer. Yeah, remember that question I came up with on the first show? Where'd you get those socks? Yeah. Yeah. Tarjay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I remember, even yes. though the first episode isn't on the podcast page anymore. Yeah. My yeah. fault. Um, well, technically, technology's fault. Yeah. Uh, our normal package of plugs, April 13th at the, the House Cafe in DeKalb, Illinois. The 29 Needles CD release party. Which for... has had me ridiculously busy this week. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um uh, 29 Needles will be there, which means Goat will be there. Yes. Um, yes. Celebrating celebrating the finally Release <laughs> released the album. album. The um, of course, I will be opening the op- festivities. Opening the festivities. Um, I've already confirmed I'm debuting a new song, which Goat heard the backing track to earlier. And uh, he's going to be more extremely busy. <laughs> I could do it without bass, but I, you know. I don't think so. I, <laughs> honestly, not even because I'm a bass player. That just <sighs> kids sound days. We've hey, proven hey, this. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. I'm just out. saying, Star Fox before me and Star Fox after me. Yeah, That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, April, tr- man, April 13th. Shut up. <laughs> April 13th, House Cafe, DeKalb, Illinois, 29 Needles, Viking Jesus. Uh, who are the other bands that are playing? Oh, we got On, our, uh, on My Six and my Chaos six and... Hmm. Interested to see what they're all about. Yeah. Um, Local favorites, so. No, I well, I gathered yeah. that since, you know. So if you're in the area, Doors 6, to, uh, no, Doors at 7.30, I'm sorry. Um, and then I started I still eight. have a cover. That's There's going to be one. <laughs> But um, the venue hasn't uh, confirmed it yet. So, so, so as soon as uh, I know, you'll know. So show up with cash. Yes. Because you'll need it. Um, well, you need to buy a CD anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, of course, if you like what you hear from us, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Please share us with your friends. Um, we, we Can't stress that enough. We, share. We want to take over the world, I think. I, um, I at least just want to get the polio status. <laughs> Like a household name, polio. This this is the Gamerhead podcast immune shot. <laughs> um, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead podcast. Follow us on Twitter at GamerheadCast. I'm using my personal Twitter more, uh, not so much the regular Twitter. Yeah. Getting to it. Um, yeah. Is that everything? Facebook, uh, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, don't forget to so. subscribe to us. We're now on iTunes. Yes. Um, we can confirm we're on iTunes. Uh, we plugged the show. We plugged everything else. I, th- I think we're all plugged out. We're out of plugs. Okay. With that, <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a one-year anniversary celebration. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the whole VJ of uh, the spectacular. Of Viking Jesus. I don't know what we'll be doing for it. It'll, probably just, pie. it'll probably just be... <laughs> It'll probably just be a regular show, but hey, uh, Punch who knows? And pie. Punch anyway. and pie. So be there next week. You won't want to miss it. Punch and pie. <laughs>